Okay. All right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for making time to join us this morning for our annual Sebo Human Rights Court. Um, this year, it's, it's, it's a very special proceeding, I must admit. Uh, having gone through the case, um, the question in itself really uh, questions um, a lot of things, particularly it really interrogates um, the protection afforded by the Constitution to uh, women at large. Uh, thank you all for coming, and I truly hope that uh, each and every one of you will enjoy um, our proceedings uh, starting at 10, 10 o'clock uh, this morning. So for those of you who uh, have just joined us, the Sebel Moot, uh, Sebel Human Rights Court, rather, is an annual uh, Moot Court competition that uh, sits annually and uh, aims, rather, to... Um, celebrate or commemorate the signing of the Constitution uh, of the Republic into law by uh, Nelson Mandela on the 10th of December 1996 in Sharpville. My name is Vitumelo uh, Sekhala. For those of you who don't know me, I've previously participated in the Sebel Human Rights Court twice. I've appeared before um, uh, um, Advocate Malindi, uh, as he, I've had the honor of appearing before um, Advocate Soroya Hassan, as he, and likewise Advocate uh, Peter Makambeni. I've uh, participated twice, once in 2017 and again in 2019. And yes, um, we've won on both, uh, both occasions, two to one. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, apart from this, I wish to emphasize the importance of um, this initiative or this exercise today. It's quite um, a really important um, initiative in as far as practical legal education is concerned. You know, it goes without saying that mood court is a, uh, a tool that is not only used to equip, but rather to develop and to upscale mood court gives a student or whoever's participating in it the uh, practical know-how or the um, exposes them to the practicalities that are somewhat involved in the in the in the in the fraternity and it allows you to um, develop the necessary know-how um, to be a better lawyer if not today rather tomorrow you know, so this is quite an invaluable experience, you know, um, particularly for all those participating. And it goes without saying that um, the skills you learn today will very much um, be the skills you apply tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, without... Um, Taking up much time, I would like to thank um, Sebel for organizing this um, this uh, this uh, initiative, this rather fruitful initiative. I would also like to thank um, all the participants for submitting their applications, you know, um, and going through with uh, the requirements to be here today, you know. Um, 
I can say without a doubt, having been there before you twice, um, what you are doing today will serve you well in the future. You, you, you best be proud of yourself. You know, and um, I'm gonna break it. Uh, I'm gonna take it back a little bit uh, and step into the shoes of a muta. I know there are some of you that might be um, a bit nervous. It's it's uh, it is to be expected. Um, nerves um, are pretty much part of the game. Um, like uh, Advocate Guinamalindi uh, said back in 2017, um, even senior counsel tends to get nervous when appearing in court, albeit they have been doing it for uh, God knows how many years, you know. So it's, it's quite normal. It's, it's quite normal. Um, I would advise you to breathe. Um, it's, uh, it's nothing that should uh, really scare you. You have put in the work, you have put in the effort. This is your time to shine. This is your time to present your body of art um, that you have uh, been putting together for the past few months. Just enjoy the process. Remember to breathe and don't let the nerves get the better of you. You know, you have great knowledge of this case. It's just a matter of conveying this knowledge right now. Um, thank you all for, for, again, thank you for, for the invite. Um, I wish everyone well for, for today's proceedings. And likewise, ladies and gents, um, if you wish to uh, be a participant next year, um, much like our our, our, our participants this year, um, please do follow Sebel on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram uh, for all the details that you might uh, require to, to, to participate um, in, 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 in these proceedings. I will now hand over back to the uh, program coordinator and yes, thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Witimelo, for those motivating words. That was motivating indeed, and I trust that the, the participants are feeling it. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to go over the rules of engagement, ladies and gentlemen. Beginning with, um, I see that everyone's complying with this one, but I'm going to go over it nevertheless. Kindly ensure that all microphones are muted, except for the participants and the justices. Um, this is obviously to prevent distractions, feedback from Sarang and all that, but I'm sure we are all aware of this. I just had to mention it. Um, also, the issue of videos, I have been told by those that are technologically um, clever that apparently if we all have videos on, it tells a lot of, um, consumes a lot of broad broadband and makes everything slower. So if we could also keep those um, off, unless if it's absolutely necessary to have them on. Um, I think the word that I'm looking for is internet stability. Oh. Yes. And also, I would like it very much. And this was a request from our president that if everyone could kindly have their full names on display. For example, if you look at mine, it says Cleopatra Mahua as um, 
Sabul Human Rights Courts uh, uh, Court Registrar, and it also states that I'm an alumna. So if you could also kindly just change your your name accordingly, so that we know who's who um, throughout the proceedings. This um, goes for both the well, everyone concerned from the justices, the participants, as well as um, everybody else. Thank you. Uh, I will be keeping um, time throughout the proceedings. Well, how I will do this is I will communicate the time to the participants and anyone that is um, on the podium or rather the speaker through chat box. So please keep an eye on the chat box. The reason I want to do this through chat is because I want to minimize disruptions. I will only be vocal about it when your time is up to indicate that your time is indeed up. But otherwise, it will be via chat. So kindly keep an eye on it. Um, I, the links will be provided after each session for the following session. So after this session, we'll provide the link for session two and so forth. And that's how it will go. Uh, we will adjourn twice, but then obviously this will be at the discretion of the justices because they are in complete control of these proceedings. I will also type the hashtags that um, we need you to use when you post on social media. I will type it in the chat box uh, so that when you post about the proceedings, obviously you're excited, so I hope you are. So when you post about it, please do use the hashtag so that we can see your posts and, and so forth. I will also type in the official social media names for Subwell. So that will be for Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. So whatever social media you're on, I will just, I'll just type all of those in and then so whichever one that you're using, please tag us. Uh, also, just this is the order in which um, each side will, will submit their oral submissions. First, we'll have the applicants and then the amicus and then the respondents. And um, we will, that is, yes, basically as far as, as the rules of engagement, I think that's it from my side right now. Uh, we will discuss the issue of time, but I don't know whether the Chief Justice would like to do that just before we begin the second session, just to, to because this is at the end of the day at their discretion as the justices, whether they would like to communicate regarding the, the time frames, but the directive that I was given is that um, each lead council has 10 minutes to begin with, but then I'm just not, I'm not going to put my, my head on the chopping blood block. I will rather uh, hopefully wait for, hopefully let that, let the justices deal with that. <laughs> but yes, that is it on my side um, for now, that is. So, yes, thank you very much and do enjoy the proceedings. I would like to now hand over to our president, Ms. Prudence Marty, for her presidential address. Madam President. Thank you so much. Um, good morning, everybody. I am Prudence Marty. I'm the, the alumni uh, president and I am here to give you um, the presidential address. Thank you to Mr. Sukhala for the 
the world welcome and to Ms. Mahua, who's making sure that everything goes well today. So firstly, without wasting time, I'd like to express my gratitude to everyone who is joining us today. I understand that it is a Friday today and most people have other commitments to attend to. However, it fills my heart to see people making time out of their busy schedules to, in order to join us today. Uh, to the Honorable Justices of the Court, Chief Justice um, Advocate Baba Senior Counsel, Deputy Chief Justice Atoni Musa, and Justice Raji, we are grateful to have you presiding over today's proceedings. And before moving further, I'd like to recognize our founder, the founder of Sabil uh, NPC and CEO, Advocate uh, Ayesha Tayori. We are grateful to have you today in our midst. And also I'd like to recognize the Sabil board members who are here, the alumni who are attending, and yeah to the applicant the council for the amicus curiae and the council for the respondent and to those sitting in the gallery i'm truly grateful to have you here i must highlight uh three things that excites me the most about today's hearing firstly uh that today we will be we will be uh hearing the several proceedings virtually online this is for the first time and i must say that it is history in the making uh secondly that this is the, the fifth subgroup human rights court the fifth fifth subgroup human rights court we we come a long way indeed um and also what i'd like to highlight that excites me the most is that we have the amicus curiae for the second time since 2018, 2019, sorry. So this is the second time we have in the, the, the amicus curiae. Over the, the past uh, first three years, we didn't have them, but now we do. So we are a movement that is forever moving, forever growing, forever evolving, and we are always looking for new ways to learn. So I'm truly grateful. I personally have been a participant of the Subgroup Human Rights Court. And believe me when I say that this is one of the greatest experiences ever. What should be noted though, is that this is not your typical mood court competition like they usually call it. This is an educational program. Uh, Subgroup Human Rights Court is there to educate. And this is evident in how the proceedings are favorable and mindful of the best interests of the learner. So to the participants, be at ease and enjoy the ride. After all is said and done, uh, you will be part of the SAPL alumni fold and you will be having a certificate to show off. So you have absolutely nothing to lose, but a whole lot to gain. As Mr. Sakala uh, has mentioned that the hosting of the Sable Human Rights Court is on the 11th of December every year. Um, and this has been part of our exciting culture as a movement. 
This is in order to celebrate and commemorate the signing of the 1996 Constitution of the Republic of South Africa by the former first black president of South Africa, Mr. Nelson Holihlahla Mandela. I must say that the signing of the 1996 Constitution has, you know, it has left us with a legacy. Uh, we are able to realize and, and enforce our human rights, freely so. Um, and as I mentioned earlier that this is an educational program um, and it will be seen in how the council will not be only advancing their arguments before the court, but they will also be educating us who are sitting in the gallery. Uh, I'm very excited to be sitting in the gallery today because I will be able to take in all that is said by um, the participants during the proceedings. You know, COVID-19 has not only come with sorrow, uh, as we now have new legal issues to solve. Really, what is the purpose of the law? You know, what, what would the, the, the purpose of the law be if we don't have complicated and complex uh, legal issues to solve? So it is not all gloomy, especially for us legal minds, as they call us. So yeah, we love, we love it when we have more legal problems arising. So this will be the issue today. Um, I don't want to dwell much on today's scenario as the SAPL uh, alumni, academic and legal research officer will be giving us a summary of the case. So all I can say is that it is based on section 10 of the constitution, uh, the inherent right to dignity, and yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get more information regarding that from the academic officer. So my learned friends, please sit back and enjoy. And I urge the participants to have fun, to learn and to stand out. Thank you very much. Wow, that is truly inspirational, Madam President. We thank you for those wise words and very motivational and inspirational words indeed. Um, without any delays, I would like to hand over to our um, academic and legal research officer, Ms. Lagato Modau, for, um, for her to explain the case scenario. Over to you, Ms. Modau. Thank you so much, Alumna Cleo. Greetings to everyone, um, to the justices, uh, to the councils, participants, um, and the house at large. Um, my name is Lavato Mudau, the Academic and Legal Research Officer for the Sabo Alumni. My duty is to give a summary of why we are here today. The case which is brought before the court is informed by Section 10 of the Constitution where the applicant um, complains that her right to dignity has been infringed by the lockdown regulations. Section 10 of the constitution reads, everyone has inherent dignity and the right to have their dignity respected and protected. The applicant further averred that the lockdown regulations prevented her from earning a basic income. Now, we all know um, in December 2019, a deadly infectious disease caused by a novel severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus known as COVID-19 was discovered. 
um, in Wuhan, China, and was since spread internationally. Following the outbreak of this deadly disease, on the 30th of January, 2020, the World Health Organization declared the outbreak a public health emergency of international concern. Thereafter, on the 11th of March, 2020, it declared the outbreak a pandemic. In trying to curb the pandemic from attacking the Republic of South Africa, um, the South African government took lessons and examples from um, other countries such as the United Kingdom, the United States of America, where the pandemic had attacked them severely. The South African national government declared a state of national disaster on the 15th of March, 2020. Following a declaration made on the 23rd of March, the president declared the national 21-day lockdown. During the initial lockdown period, the sale of alcohol and the operating of restaurants, jabins and taverns were prohibited. Now, this comes where regulations were put in place. Now, the regulation that deals with the ban of alcohol is Regulation 24, uh, but specifically for this case, um, where a shebeen was, was, had to close down because of the whole COVID situation. Regulation 24-2i is more convenient for that. Regulation 26 and Regulation 21, where it prohibits also the sale and transportation of alcohol um, and closing down of public places to curb the spread of COVID-19, of coronavirus. Now, prior to the lockdown regulations, uh, which I had just mentioned, the applicant, who is Ms. Tandi Mashaba, a 45-year-old single mother of four, of four children and one grandchild, um, who is also a sole proprietor of the sex shebeen, indicates that she generated her income through the sales of alcohol, which was supported by both local and international people. She averts that her children were surviving through her income, which she produced through the sales of alcohol. The applicant has instituted these proceedings, challenging the constitutional validity of level four lockdown regulations and asking the court to strike them down as invalid and unconstitutional. Now, the respondents in this case, we have the first respondent who is um, the national director of public prosecutions. We have the second respondent who is the president uh, of the Republic of South Africa. And we have the third respondent who is the minister, um, who is the minister of um, Corporation Governance, uh, Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. Now, the president and the minister have jointly opposed the application, while the national director of public prosecutions abided by the decision of the court. The president and the minister argue that the lockdown regulations um, and other measures adopted by the government to curb uh, the pandemic do not amount to infringement of the right to dignity. It was further averred that the lockdown was not directed against Mr. Mashaba or even the general at large, the general public at large, but rather at the entire community to flatten the curve and to ensure that lives were saved. The respondents further indicate that they had legitimate alternatives um, put in place, such as the Solidarity Fund Trust to accommodate citizens, such as um, citizens which are in positions such as the applicant. The respondents state that section 36 of the constitution permits for a limitation in the circumstances where lives are threatened, 
such as in the case of the COVID-19 pandemic. The ban on the trade of alcohol was necessary to prevent a public health crisis in South Africa. Therefore, um, in, in this case, the respondents seek that the relief which was sought by the applicant be dismissed, uh, or if it's not dismissed, um, the regulation which are found to be unconstitutional. Um, the order should be suspended for a period of three months while government um, tries and put measures to, to, to the opportunity to rectify the defects in the regulations, which uh, the applicant claims to be unconstitutional. Now, um, the, the amicus curiae, um, Abafa's Equality Institute, applied for a leave uh, to intervene as a friend of the court. Um, the Abafazi Equality Institute wishes to argue that the ban on alcohol is constitutionally valid. It stated that the ban of alcohol had important implications um, during lockdown, which extended beyond mere public health. Furthermore, uh, the institute indicates that the ban basically sustained, among other things, the right to equality, the right to dignity, and the right to freedom of security. Um, of a person or of applicant um, in question. Uh, they further submit that the court must balance rights, um, I, must balance the rights against the rights claimed by the applicant. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming we all are familiar obviously with what, what was happening during the COVID um, period, the lockdown period. A lot of things were, were very shaky. However, now in this case, um, this, this concludes the case I'm making for proceedings uh, and the hearing will commence. Thank you. I will hand uh, back to the registrar, Petra Maha. Well, thank you very much for that, Ms. Mudau. Um, I think everyone can say now without a doubt that they know what we all hear about. So and can follow the case um, thoroughly. We are running very much ahead of schedule. I don't know whether to say I'm pleased about that or whether to say I'm disappointed. <laughs> I was hoping that Lerato was gonna go on and on and go in depth, but then that might just be giving the plot away and we don't want that. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much conflicted about how I'm feeling right now, but by my watch, we are looking at 9.38 a.m. So we are very much whew, ahead of schedule. So my suggestion is uh, that we log out as planned. And so all what this means is that we just have an extra 10 minutes. So this gives us 20 minutes to go grab a cup of tea, uh, stretch our legs. We are, we are going to be sitting for quite a while when we come back. So stretch our legs, grab something to drink. Those of us that haven't had breakfast will quickly grab... Um, something to eat and then let's come back promptly at 9.55 I would appreciate it very much if everyone would be logged in seated and ready to go at 9.55 uh, on the dot so that um, we can carry on at 10 o'clock without any delays and with that, um, ladies and gents, um, oh, also the, the people in the gallery, uh, what we will do, I will speak to the admin at Subwell 
um, to load the, 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 the login details for the second um, session on the Sabul page. So if you haven't followed Sabul yet, this is your chance to do it. You've got 20 minutes to do it. Go follow Sabul everywhere. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, you've got options. So go do that and then the, the, the links will be loaded on there since we don't have you on a group or anything where we can send it at once. And then you can come back at 10, 5 to 10, rather. Yes. Um, Registrar, Registra, may I just ask, seeing as we have extra 10 minutes, is mm -hmm. there any comments from the house or any thoughts from the house? Ah, yes. I like how you think, ma'am. Yes, please. Um, does anyone, anyone in the house have anything that they would like to say, perhaps, questions, comments, anything at all? Well, I'd like to take this opportunity for those that are present, simply just to say thank you for being here and uh, sharing with us our fifth civil human rights court and also our first virtual hearing and well done to the Sabo president exco for convening this phenomenal forum and putting all the the criteria together and i look forward to the address by the council and we are very very excited because without each one of you today wouldn't be so and if there's nothing else from anybody else then uh We'll see you at five to 10. Yes, thank you very much. Um, see you guys at five to then. Okay. Advocate Baba. Yes. Um, should I pause? Should I stop? Uh, I think if we go into the second session, we can stop on this one and then we log into the second session. Yes, and please. I'll, yeah, and then I, we can leave and then I'll make you co-host yeah. on that one. Oh, okay. So Lorato, if you're yes. going to stop recording now, stop recording first. <laughs>